Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, today we're talking about the important topic of when to go hard and when to back off in your training. Have you ever heard the saying, no pain, no gain? If you live by the saying, there's a good chance you've had setbacks due to fatigue or burnout. Most people don't know when they need to push themselves and when they need to back off when it comes to their training. If you've experienced nagging aches, pains, or overuse injuries, you might just fall into this category. There's a time and a place for pushing yourself, but there's also a time and a place to let your body rest and recover. So this episode will lay out how to start to listen to your body and know the difference between when you should push yourself and when you should back off in your training. If you're looking for some more of our favorite recovery tips and ready to tackle a 30-day mobility challenge, get started by signing up at the link in the show notes here, 30 days of mobility work and a challenge that you can take on from anywhere to help you with some of the recovery. But today I want to get into some of the practical steps as well for how to find that right spot in your training. So we talk a lot about overtraining, we talk about undertraining, and both these things have their problems. So we're trying to find today that, that sweet spot, that Goldilocks zone, if you will, in your training. So there's a few things we need to look at when talking about this. The first thing is training volume. So the textbook definition of training volume would be your sets times your reps times your weight. So if you were doing three sets of 10 at 100 pounds, you would multiply those together don't make me do math on the spot, but you'd multiply those to find your training volume. And you can look at that per lift per session. And that would at least give you an objective number. But there's a lot of other things that go into training volume as well. Things that are a little less measurable, your stress, your sleep, how well you're recovering, uh, how hard you're training in terms of the mental strain on that can all affect your training volume as well and how you're recovering, which we'll get into here in a little bit. But the volume is really important to manage, and that's one way, and whether that's in the weight room, that can be with your running mileage as well. That's what's going to set your, your baseline to know how we can start to determine where that sweet spot is for you. So there's something I want to talk about that's called your max recoverable volume. So this is not a, it's not an objective measure, but there is a line. So we'll call that a line at, if you picture a graph, halfway up the graph, there's a line, and that is the max amount of volume you can work up to without seeing some negative effects from it. 
So let's say that you're training and you do a, a super long run and maybe you, you lift that day too. So you're probably pushing above that line, which is okay. You're not going to push above that line and get hurt the first time you do that. But if you stay above that line, your max recoverable volume for too long, you're setting yourself up for an increased chance of injury for uh, something to break down for you to get sick for all those, all these things to happen to start messing with your hormones. All these things are negative side effects. If you work above that line for, for too long. Now that doesn't mean that you should only work under that line. We see a lot of people that are far below where their max recoverable volume is and they're missing all the effects of building muscle, improving their fitness, losing weight, getting leaner. Those things we have to work up to that line to find out what that is. And like I said, this unfortunately is not an objective measure. It's not like, okay, this is exactly the volume I need to do and I will see all these results. So this does take a little bit of experimentation and find out where that, where that point is for you. So you want to work up to that line best you can. Now the beauty is, is you can change that line too. So it's not like that's a set thing. That's some of the recovery techniques. And we talk about this with our clients all the time. Those recovery techniques can help actually boost that line up to allow you to handle more training volume. Those are things like good nutrition, managing your stress, managing your sleep, doing other recovery techniques, making sure you're doing these low and slow techniques that can help you with that. So those are the things that can help you raise that line up. Now there's a couple things we already mentioned under training and over training. There's a thing called overreaching as well. So that's temporarily for a period of time, pushing up slightly above that line to help boost that line up. This is not going super hard day in, day out and going way above that line, but it is strategically keyword there, strategically working above that line to help to build your capacity to handle more. And this is where effective programming becomes so huge because a lot of people, honestly, a lot of people that come to work with myself and work with our team, they follow this random approach, this kind of haphazard approach of like, oh yeah, I work out this much on this day and I push hard when I, when I want to, and I'll do that for a while. And sometimes I'll take a couple weeks off and it's, it's just this very random approach of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks, which is going to greatly limit your ability to reach your full physical potential and improve your performance. So we want to talk about how to find that sweet spot and the importance of recovery to know when to push and when to lay off. So in general, in terms of thinking when to push, you want that to be a graded approach that can be over the course of a month, over a three month span, and actually sit down and plan this out. You guys should be taking a more involved role in your programming if it's something that you're interested in. And if you don't want to be doing that, make sure to hire a coach to help you with that. So you plan this out and you want to have a ramp up period that can be over the course of one month, that could be over the course of three months, and then there should be a slight recovery period in between there. And that recovery is where the magic happens. So it's the building and the breaking down is good and essential, but if you're always if you're always breaking down and not allowing your chance for recovery, that's where we see the problems with overtraining come in. Now, let's break down some of the myths of what recovery means. Recovery does not mean complete rest. This is the biggest thing. People fall into this all or nothing approach of either I'm working out or I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix. That's not how we recover, recover properly. So the recovery is usually not complete rest. So recovery can be things like taking a long walk, doing your mobility work those days, doing things that are those low and slow activities that can actually help you 
recover faster and get back to seeing those results that you're looking for. Now, so those are the benefits of taking a step back and knowing some things to look for when you need to take a step back is if you're getting more irritable. So some of those mental side effects, irritable, if you're feeling drowsy, if you feel like you're dragging going into workouts and you're really grinding through the, the warm up and the workouts, those are signs that your body needs a little bit of rest. And that's when it's time to take a step back. If you're always sore, if you're not recovering the way you want physically, if your numbers are dropping at all, those are all signs to take a step back. Now, if you're not running those things, it might be time to push yourself. It might be something you might fall into the spectrum of, hey, maybe I'm, I fall too far below that line. I'm not really challenging myself the way that I need to. We see this a lot too. People think guys come in and they think they're doing maybe more than they are. But when we actually look at their program, they're leaving a lot of potential on the table by not pushing themselves the way that they need to. So the physical benefits of pushing yourselves are a little more obvious. You can build more resiliency in your muscles, your tissues, your tendons, your ligaments. Uh, you can have the strength to be able to support the lifestyle that you want. Uh, for some people, they love going to the gym. I love working with those people. But there's also the people that love just being active and their workouts are not their main thing, but the workouts are something to fuel their life with their family, fuel their activity and do those things. So whatever your goals are, those are the physical benefits that can help you get there. But the benefits of pushing yourself don't stop, which is the physical benefits either. So the mental benefits are a huge overlooked piece of this. How often do you get out of your comfort zone during the day? This is something that the men that come to work with us as coaching clients, a lot of them say they've lost their physical or their mental edge. And the benefits of pushing yourself strategically can help get that edge back. This is something that losing that edge and getting too complacent, getting your comfort zone doesn't just affect your physical body. It, it does certainly affect that as well. You might be a little more overweight than you want to be. You might not be as lean as you want to be. You might not feel as strong and confident as you want to be, but this also carries over into your work, your family life, your relationships. If you're not getting out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself and avoiding that complacency that is natural human nature to set in, then you're going to limit your ability to show up as the, as the man you need to be. And that's something that is so overlooked and the benefit of pushing yourself can be to start to lean into that a little more, start to figure out where that comfort zone is. And when I say this, this is once a week, depending on, on how it's structured, this could even be once a month or once every other week, depending on how hard you're pushing yourself. But this doesn't have to be a day in day out thing, but this does need to be strategically implemented. So that happy medium is what we're after though. There's problems at both ends. If you're not going hard enough, or if you're going too hard, you're going to either limit your potential or you're going to break down at some point. We see the people all, all the time, time and time again, they make this incredible progress for three months, even six months, sometimes a year. And then they have this big crash where they're out of activity for a month or three months because an injury came in because they got sick because something happened. Don't fall into that. Don't fall into that category. Make sure that you're being smart about this and starting to listen to your body when doing that. So a few of the variables that you can start to manipulate to manage your training. This doesn't mean either again, this isn't all or nothing. Yes or no. Do I train or do I not train today? You can vary things such as your load. So how heavy are the weights you're lifting? Some days might be heavier lifting days. Some days might be, Hey, I pull back on the weight and I do more reps or even I 
perform the same amount of reps and I lift that weight faster. I do it with more speed. I work on my form. I add a pause at the bottom. These are all things that can help manipulate the training volume. So your load, your intensity, and intensity can be things like how much am I resting in between sets? How, how are my workouts structured? How quick am I getting through them? How hard am I pushing? What, uh, there's something called an RPE scale on a scale of zero. Think of it as a scale of zero to 10. How hard am I pushing? How hard is this workout? How hard is this lift? So you can vary the intensity frequency. Am I lifting two days a week, three days a week, four days a week, five days a week. And this all, this isn't just lifting. This is a culmination of lifting, running other activities and starting to monitor where, uh, where your body's at in terms of the frequency. And the last thing we can monitor, the fourth thing is type. So that's what I was just starting to talk on the type of activity. Am I, just hitting the gym or am I mixing in some long, slow cardio? Am I doing some, some swimming, some general getting out and and going on a hike, doing those things, varying the type can help avoid overtraining, avoid the burnout versus think if you were doing a bench press six days a week, that's going to wear your body down in a much different way than if you're taking a long walk on one day, you're hitting a, a heavy upper body session one day, a heavy, heavy lower body session one day, and then going for a run or something. So those are four variables. Keep in mind, load, intensity, frequency, and type, and make sure that you're constantly varying those things to manage your volume. So in summary here, if you spend too much time under training or too much time over training, your likelihood of injury will increase while your likelihood of success will decrease. So it's important to find that sweet spot in your training. And this is one of the keys to long lasting results. If you can get this balance dialed in in your training program, you can maximize your performance while not feeling burnt out or beat up. Too many people fall on one side or the other of that. They're either not maximizing their performance or what they're capable of, or they're always feeling beat up. They're always feeling sore. They're breaking down. Don't want to fall on either end of that. So if you're looking for more specific help here to find the amount of type and training that's right for you, head on over to our website. It's listed in the show notes here to schedule a free strategy session to get specific help with your exercise programming. But wherever you're at, just get started on something. Play around with these things. Start to become more aware of it and make sure that you're varying these things in a way that keeps you fresh, but keeps you performing at a high level. Hope this is helpful guys. As always reach out with any questions and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the men made for more podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening. Thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.